Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's open our scripture. Let's open Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 12 onwards. Hebrews chapter 5. We'll read from verse 12. It says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Chapter 6 verse 1, Hebrews 6 verse 1. Therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, of faith towards God, of doctrine, of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. Hallelujah. So we have been looking at this scripture for some time right now. And I believe that you, by this time you are sure that it is the will of God for every believer to be learning and teaching these foundational doctrines. These are also called the letters of the alphabet or ABCDs of God's word. And these are also the original teachings of Jesus Christ when he was on the earth. He taught these things to his disciples. He made disciples by teaching them these things. And then he commanded them to go and make other disciples teaching them the same things. So that's what we are doing. We are, we are following the discipleship program started by Jesus himself. That's why you see so much of result in the first church. That's why those people could cheat it so many. In the first church, you see in the book of Acts 20, 20, verse 20 and 21, they taught these things, the same thing that we are learning, publicly and house to house. So this was something that they followed religiously. Making sure that every single believer is, uh, is taught these things and make sure that they in turn go and find somebody and teach. Because it's when you teach that you see your ability increases. You can learn a lot. It's like going to the gym. You can learn, you can watch others uh, do the exercise. But till you do the exercise yourself, your muscle will not develop. You can, you'll know, okay, this, this, you take the weight, you do like this. But you, and you see others doing uh, the, the exercise. But till we do it ourselves, there is no benefit. It's just simply head knowledge. They actually, when you start doing it, that's when you see the results more. Yes, by knowing it is good, but when you start teaching it, it becomes more. That's when you truly become a disciple. Means a disciple can produce another disciple. Hallelujah. So we've looked at uh, almost all of them, resurrection from the dead, faith towards God, uh, doctrine, baptisms, uh, laying on of hands, resurrection from the dead. In, and we saw in resurrection from the dead that one day Jesus is going to come in the cloud. He's going to come. That's not his second coming. That's his coming to receive his church. He'll come in the clouds and then there will be a trumpet and the shout of an archangel. And then with him are the spirits of all those people, born again people who died. The moment you leave your body, if you are born again, your spirit is in heaven with Jesus. And on that day, your spirit is going to come with Jesus in the clouds. And your body is going to be resurrected and raised up. And we saw that it's a special body. It's not the same kind of body. Because Bible says flesh and blood cannot enter the kingdom. This flesh that we have is under the curse. That's why we see we are growing old. Our skin is wrinkling. Our eyesight fails. Sometimes all these things come. Because it's under the curse. What, whatsoever is of the earth curses the ground. That's what God told Adam. Because of Adam, everything in the ground and off the ground is cursed. Our body came off the ground. Hallelujah. Understand that. So, um, this body cannot enter heaven. So, we need a special body. That's our resurrection body. And we saw from the Bible how that body is going to be. Jesus said they are going to be like angels. Bo our bodies are going to be like angelic bodies, like the angels. 
and we also know that from what happened to Jesus from what he did in John chapter 20 that even though the doors are locked he could come in he could pass through walls but still the body can be touched he said Thomas touch me touch me and we saw in 21 that he's eating food also so that's a special kind of body you travel at the speed of light like angels maybe and you look your best you may not like how you look right now but trust me in the resurrected body that is perfection yeah. hallelujah that's the real you your spirit is a real person the Bible says our bodies this earthly body is longing for our heavenly body an incorruptible body we not that our spirits are longing for that not our body our spirits are longing for the incorruptible body because that's the correct match for our spirits our spirit is an eternal spirit it cannot die this body is corruptible this body will die so this our undying eternal spirit wants an eternal body it's longing for that day and that day is coming soon Jesus is coming hallelujah so we are all going to be raised up and we saw for the unbelievers they will be raised up 1007 years after that after the church is taken up then the Antichrist will be revealed only after the church is taken up so right now you don't have to worry about who the Antichrist is what they are doing people will send message saying oh the Antichrist is coming they're putting mark don't worry about that from the Bible we know as long as you are here on the earth the Antichrist cannot come because we are the body of Christ he will make sure the righteous is taken up before the Antichrist comes so all those news that you hear is the devil trying to put fear in believers that's why so many wrong teachings are there that put fear in believers so they just they, they think okay I will not do anything I'll hide I'll just live somehow die and then I'll go to heaven that is what they are thinking but they don't know that right now you are like Jesus on the earth right now right now in this world we are all like Jesus we are we have been given his faith we have been given the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had the same Holy Spirit that came upon Jesus is upon us the same love of God is poured in our heart by the Holy Spirit hallelujah and we are made in his image so whatever Jesus can do we are all of us we are already equipped to do the same thing each one of us you look in the mirror you say Mia how can I do that I don't have the qualification no you are qualified each one of us is qualified to be like Jesus already qualified that's the beauty of this when you look at your your image in the mirror you look at the natural ability but inside you in your spirit everything that Jesus had God put it there Amen. we are already equipped number one you are in the same image of God Amen. same like Jesus you have the same Holy Spirit inside you that Jesus had you have the same Holy Spirit upon you with power that that came upon Jesus you have the same faith of God inside you Jesus inside you you have the same love of God inside you hallelujah so so we, we if we decide to 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 walk like it then we can actually walk like it but you have to make a decision I will walk like Christ wherever I am whatever the situation is I will walk like him hallelujah we have been given the same power that raised Christ from the dead it's given to us so every day every moment we can walk in resurrection power that's why Paul said in Philippians 3 my desire is I, I might know him and the power of his resurrection that meaning of the word know is become intimate like a husband and wife gets intimate with each other he wants to know that means every single moment he wants to experience and walk in that power and it's new you don't meet the you I mean every second in your life is different isn't it every second you go back from here something new will come every moment something new is there and every moment is an opportunity to manifest and display resurrection power every moment 
with your children, with your family, with your wife, with your neighbors. You, you have an opportunity to display resurrection power. Hallelujah. So, what we are going to do right now is go to the next topic. After resurrection is eternal judgment. We saw that uh, these seven foundational doctrines, they are the life cycle of a believer. Life cycle. The first step of a sinner towards God is repentance. Then, what is it? Faith towards God. You, have, you receive the faith to receive uh, uh, Jesus. Hallelujah. You receive the faith of God. Then you are baptized into the body of Christ. Then you are water baptized and you receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Or it can be either ways. You receive the baptism and then receive baptism in the Holy Spirit. Then receive water baptism. It doesn't matter. And then you are, as you are taught the word of God, you grow up. And then hands are laid on you. Given you positions of authority, responsibility. You always, every believer, every single person has the potential in them to be a leader. Hallelujah. Hands will be laid on you as you decide to grow. You will definitely be given positions of authority. And finally we will leave our body. There is resurrection from the dead and then comes eternal judgment. Hallelujah. But just to come back about leadership. One thing I want you to know. Everybody. If each one of us is like Christ. Like Jesus on the earth. Then each one of us. No matter what our background is. No matter what our qualification is. All of us have the power to be a leader. As you grow in the word of God. As you grow deeper in relationship with God. God will definitely lift you up and put people under you. Everyone. See, there are more than 7 billion people on the earth right now. How many Christians are there? How many believers are there who are actually discipling people? So don't worry about your qualification. As long as you have Jesus inside you, you are qualified to be a leader. Every one of us, wherever we are, we are qualified to be a leader. But the condition is submit to the word. Submit to the teaching. Continue growing in Christ. Growing in the word. Growing in the spirit. And discipling people. You will be a leader. Don't worry about, ah, my family, nobody does that. Nobody is like that. No, 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 no. You are in Christ. You are born to be a leader. Hallelujah. So now, let's look at the topic of eternal judgment. One thing that I find very interesting and, and very sad about is, like I said before, two of the most beautiful words in the Bible is the most misused words. The first one is repentance. The second is judgment. Repentance and judgment. They are the most beautiful words in the Bible, but they are misused and abused to put fear in people. Traditional Christianity has misused these words to put fear in people. It's a God will judge you. The moment you hear judgment, you're scared. Like, <gasps> judgment, what will happen to me? That's what people think. The moment they hear the word judgment, they are scared. But that's not what this word means. This is one of the most beautiful words. I'll repeat it again because I love this word, judgment. It says one of the most, most beautiful words in the Bible, judgment, after repentance. But unfortunately, the most misused and abused word. Actually, when you hear the word judgment, you should be like, yes, wow, thank God. That's the actual attitude you should have when you hear the word judgment. Not fear. You'll be wondering, what is he saying? Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Judgment is a word, when you hear it, you should be excited. You should be excited. Why, brother? We will look at it. Let's look at some scriptures. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Hebrews 9, verse 27. It says, as it is, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, judgment. 
it says it is appointed for men once to die after that judgment brother can you read that in tamil that means this appointment is fixed it is appointed you cannot change this appointment and you cannot miss this appointment this is a fixed appointment you like it or not you believe it or not this appointment for each one of us is fixed you will die once after that judgment this is a fixed appointment you say no brother i don't believe it well you believe it or not your appointment is fixed it is a fixed appointment and we cannot miss it if you are a believer you have a judgment if you are an unbeliever you have a judgment but how can you say then it is something you can rejoice about let's see some more acts chapter 10 verse 42 It says and he acts 10:42 And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead See now it is see it is commanded to preach about judgment that he is going to judge who Jesus He is going to judge the living and the dead Hallelujah. So it's a commandment to teach on these things. It's a commandment to teach people one day judgment is coming. Hallelujah. John chapter 5 verse 22. John 5 22 it says for the father judges no one but has committed all judgment to the son. So who is going to judge? Jesus. The son is the one who will be judging. Why? Because the son paid the price. Who paid the price? The son paid the price. So who is going to judge you? The son. It says father committed all judgment to the son. All judgment. He committed it to the son. 2 Timothy Chapter four, verse one. Second Timothy, chapter four, verse one. It says, "I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom." So, who is it going to judge? The Lord Jesus Christ. he will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom actually that scripture contains two parts two things are mentioned there he will judge the living that is the believers at his appearing that is when after he comes at the in the cloud and he will judge the dead unbelievers when he establishes the kingdom after establishing the kingdom after 1007 years hallelujah so these are two things mentioned in one scripture many times you just read it you may you may not you may just miss it said he will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom so the living he will judge at his appearing and the dead he will judge when he establishes the kingdom hallelujah all right So at least you've seen some scripture that now says that he is definitely going to judge. So what is the meaning of the word judgment? Judgment. Remember it's a beautiful word. But what is the meaning of this word? It's a very simple word. All of us do judgment every day. You judge, should I wear this shirt or that shirt? Yes or no? You look, compare the pant color, the shirt color. You judge. Okay, this shirt is the right one for it. Judgment simply means a separating and making a decision. You're just separating. You're making a decision. 
that's the meaning of judgment you are judging this or this you're separating um okay this should go here this should go here that's the meaning of that it's like separating good vegetables from the bad vegetables you're judging this is good so i keep you look at it this is bad you're separating that's the meaning of judgment very simple word then brother how can this be a beautiful word we'll study we'll study so we understood jesus is the one who is going to judge so next is how does jesus judge how is he going to judge everyone let's see let scripture answer the questions john chapter 5 verse 30 John 5:30 He says I can of myself do nothing as I hear I judge my judgment is righteous but because I do not seek my own will but the will of the father who sent me who is speaking here jesus. jesus he said my judgment is a righteous judgment means it will be a right judgment it will be a right judgment let's see some more luke chapter 19 verse 22 luke chapter 19 verse 22 the reason we are looking at scriptures is so you will know what is written I don't want to simply say take only one scripture and then say the whole thing. I want you to see it from the scripture. Luke 19:22 says, "And and he said unto him, the master is saying, Jesus is giving an example here. He's talking about a parable. And then he he said how he's going to judge. Out of your own mouth I will judge you. Out of whose mouth? your own mouth i will judge you jesus said this that means we should be careful about the words we speak what you said remember i said yesterday about believing what you said don't just simply say anything because every word said you will give an account for every idle word that you speak said out of your own mouth i will judge you hallelujah let's see some more Matthew chapter 7 verse 2 Matthew 7 verse 2 It says for with what judgment you judge you will be judged with the measure you use it will be measured back to you So the same way you judge other people God will judge you. Hallelujah. So when 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 you think that somebody has done something bad you judge them and you start doing certain things to them the same thing will be done to you one day. So we should be careful how we judge. Should be very careful how we judge and what we do. So the safest way to judge is based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Look, let's look at uh, John chapter 12 verse 48 John chapter 12 verse 48 Jesus is speaking here he said he who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him the word that i have spoken will judge him in the last day so what is going to judge you the word that jesus spoke that's why we have to study the word that's why we have to study the word the word that jesus spoke is going to judge you i'm thinking by the time i've reached here most people are now scared Brother how can you say it's a beautiful word <laughs> we'll study some more Hallelujah Romans chapter 2 verse 
Hallelujah. It says, and in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. So every secret will be judged. Every secret will come out one day. Hallelujah. Let's see. Now, let's see the judgment, how, how and when it happens. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Trust me, by the time we are done, you will be happy. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. It says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Now, Paul is speaking to believers. He said we, that means you and me, believers. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Did you see that in the Bible? Brother, what is written in Tamil for that? See, the judgment for believers is called the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment for believers is called the judgment seat of Christ. This is talking about believers. And what is it that you are going to get? How are you going to be judged? That each one may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether good or bad. So, what is he going to judge you on? The things that you did when you are in the body. Not things that happened to you after you are dead. What you did in your body after you became a believer. See, I am not talking about unbelievers. This is believers. This is believers. First of all, let me ask you a question. This is happening after you leave your body, right? Yes or no? Where are you right now? Huh? Heaven. Heaven. So your judgment is happening after you reached heaven. After you get your glorious body. Yes or no? Hmm? So now, why do people have to fear about hell? You need to understand one thing. Judgment is beautiful because it is happening after you reach heaven. You have already left hell. Hell is no more a place for you because you have called on Jesus. You have already went up. In your spirit, you are with Christ. When Jesus came again, your, your body also is resurrected and you are already in your glorified body. Hallelujah. After this, you are having judgment. After you reached heaven, trust me, you are not going to be thrown out from heaven. Mm. You are not going to be thrown out from heaven. Is there anything bad in heaven? No. no. So why, my question is, why are people fearing this word judgment? If you are a believer. Brother, that means nothing bad is going to happen. You are already in heaven. What's the best thing that can happen to you right now? Heaven is a better place than earth. Hallelujah. It is better than earth. All the troubles and struggles that you are going through, it is on the earth. Your judgment will come. It is appointed. But it is happening after you reached heaven, after you get your supernatural glorious body. After that, judgment. Hallelujah. It is based on what you did when you are in your body. Remember I taught you about spirit, soul and body. Hmm? Spirit, what is the function of the spirit? To communicate to God. The soul, two functions. One is to communicate to people, but the main thing is to control the body. Yes or no? Control the body. 
and with the body you make changes on the earth what controls your body your soul hallelujah what controls your soul the words words and things that you see everything comes in here if you get your mind filled with the word of god that is what will control your body yes or no yes or no as a believer i'm talking about not the other people the word of god are the thoughts of god the more you put the thoughts of god in your mind you will think like god you will speak like god and what happens when you think and speak like god you will act like him if you are spending time studying the word meditating on the word speaking the word will you go and watch pornography no will you go and steal no will you go and kill someone no hallelujah are you understanding this so our judgment is purely based on what you did when you were in the body as a believer brother but i lied i stole something it's okay but the question is are you alive right now why did i say judgment is a good word because judgment means if you are alive today you get another chance hallelujah you didn't get it you didn't get it why is judgment a beautiful word if you are alive and in your body you are going to get another chance to rectify it if you are breathing today you have another chance to do the right thing you did something wrong but you call on the blood of jesus thank you father for the blood lord i'm sorry i messed up i messed up i'm sorry thank you for giving me another chance see that is gone that is gone what happened now you're getting another chance that's why i said i hear the word judgment i'm excited why because i am alive i'm in my body that means i have another chance even if i messed up till yesterday or till till today morning if i'm alive today i have another chance if i leave the body gone if i leave the body gone i don't get another chance the judgment is based on what you did when you're in your body that means if you're in your body right now you have another chance you have another chance to listen to the word you have another chance to renew your mind you have another chance to do what uh, what jesus did hallelujah are you understanding this that's why this is a beautiful word it should not be a word that should scare you if you're alive and breathing you have another chance so what i'm sick say lord i don't want to leave my body right now give me another chance i'm sure anybody who has prayed that prayer i've seen them rise up god will always give you another chance in this body if you truly believe say lord give me another chance that's why i believe no matter how old you are how young you are we always get another chance If you are alive if you are breathing today you have a chance to call on his name Amen. you have a chance to get into the word listen to the word do the right thing hallelujah see that's why your judgment is based on what you did in the body if you are in the body right now rejoice judgment is a happy word you are getting another chance say lord i'm sorry what happened now i'm alive now i'll take the word now i'll speak the word now i get another chance to do the right thing now i get a chance to bless somebody now i get another chance to uh, to to change somebody's life hallelujah see are you getting this judgment is a beautiful word it's a very beautiful word that's why i get excited when i hear the word judgment it brings me hope lord thank you i get another chance i'm alive one more person i can bless one more family i can affect one more one more one more person i can lift him up hallelujah that's why this is a good word it should not scare you it should let you it should it should it should put a hope inside you that you have another chance to be like jesus to your children to your family to somebody there i get excited somehow i am always excited about this word judgment because i know i can affect one more person i get a chance to to help one more person to lift somebody up to bring them to christ i can speak the good words to someone i can bless somebody i can pray for one more person 
it's a good chance. So you should rejoice if you are able to hear the word judgment when you are in the body. You are breathing, you hear the word judgment, yes I got another chance. That's why this is a beautiful word. But sadly, they use it to scare people. Yes, it is true. There is hell. There, is, um, there, there are worms there that cannot die. There is a fire that cannot be quenched. But you are a believer. You will never go there. You already escaped hell. If you are a believer, you already escaped hell. So you can't, nobody can scare you talking about hell. Yes or no? The moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can be sure. If you leave your body, you're in heaven with Him. Hallelujah. If you leave your body, you're in heaven with Him. And after that, surely, paka, you're going to get your, uh, your glorified body. You can rejoice about that. And your judgment is going to happen after that. So now you don't have to be scared about that word. You can rejoice about that word. Thank you, Jesus. I'm alive. I get another chance. I can bless somebody. I can talk about Jesus to someone. I can bring one more person into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Let's see some more. So you understood why judgment is a good word. It is not something to scare you. It is something to bless you. It is something that tells you you have another chance. So now the question is, how are you going to be judged? We saw some factors. Judged based on uh, the words you speak, out of the word. Okay. But now we are going to look at some, something that will actually explain how it is going to be. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 10. One second. Sorry, my Bible just closed. First Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 10 says, According to the grace of God which was given to me, and as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. And another build on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. Paul is speaking here. He's, he's tell, telling people, I have laid a foundation. He's talking about the Corinthian people. What is he talking about? He's telling them, I have taught you these foundational doctrines. The foundation that he laid... He is saying, I have laid the foundation with you. I laid the foundation, somebody is building on it. Hallelujah. Look. Laid the foundation, another build on it. That means he is telling them, I have taught you these foundational doctrines. And then he says, verse 11, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Actually, the meaning here is, no other foundation can anybody lay than which was laid by Jesus Christ himself. Some translations. Can you read that in the Tamil, brother? It says, Christ, Yeshu Christu is the foundation, right? But actually it is the foundation which Jesus Christ laid. There is no other foundation that anybody can lay apart from the foundation that Jesus Christ laid. What is the foundation that Jesus Christ laid? These doctrines. These doctrines. That's why we are teaching these things. You will see. Let's read the next one. Verse 12. So verse 12. Now if anyone build on this foundation, listen carefully. You can build on top with gold, silver, precious stones and with wood, hay and straw. Look at that. Saying on this foundation that is being laid, each one has a choice to build on top of it with either gold, silver, precious stones or you can build on top with wood, hay and stubble. Wood, hay and stubble. You have a choice 
what you use read the next verse verse 13 says each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is ah what the the building that you build on the foundation the material that you use will be tested by fire it will be tested by fire and on that day it will be revealed now may uh, let me ask you gold when you put it in fire what will happen to it but does it get destroyed it becomes more pure right all the impurities will go it will shine more yes or no silver what happens put it in fire it will shine more same with precious stones all things will go but what about wood hay and stubble everything will go through fire gold will go through fire go silver precious stones wood hay and stubble everything will go through fire Let's read the next verse. See, verse fourteen. It says, "If any one's work which he has built on it endures, what will happen? He will receive a reward. He will receive a reward. If you build with gold, silver, precious stones, after the fire comes, will it still be there? It will be there." gold will still be there it will shine even more silver will even be there precious stones will still be there what about wood hay and stubble watch it gone yes or no he said if your work remains what will happen you will get a reward so that means what you choose to build on the foundation it is going to go through fire if it remains you will get a reward if it does not what will happen verse 15 if any one's work is burned he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved yet as if through fire now look at that it says if anybody's work is burned he will suffer loss what is the meaning of that What loss are you suffering? Huh? Loss of reward. It does not say you will lose heaven. You are losing your reward. But what what is the next part say? He himself will be saved. You will continue in heaven. You are still saved. But as if through fire. That means the smell of smoke will be there. smell of smoke will be there you will not get a reward but you are still in heaven are you seeing that yes when they look at you they will know ah your white is not exactly white now <laughs> when you come there is a some smoke <laughs> some smoke smell is coming they'll know no badge no reward ah brother it's okay rejoice you're in heaven are you understanding Are you understanding this? That's why we are teaching these foundations. Because after we teach you these foundation, you have to build on top of this. What you choose to build on top, that's what your reward is for. See, I'm teaching you these things so you will get a reward. You will choose to build on it with gold, silver and precious stones. Because one day the fire will definitely test it. but the best part is all these things are happening in heaven in heaven if your work remains you get a reward if it is not if it is not there you lose your reward but you are still in heaven are you understanding this you are understanding this so you hear the word judgment judgment for believers is a reward ceremony not a punishment ceremony no judgment for believers is a reward ceremony it's an award ceremony it's like the the film awards 
all the our, our, uh, actors are gathered there but does everybody get a reward no they are all there yes or no if they they are there they enjoy the place just that they did not get their reward the people who got the reward shine the others they are still happy if you get an invitation to attend a film reward ceremony or consider the oscar all right the greatest award ceremony on the earth the oscar awards if you get an invitation will you be happy or sad happy you are happy that at least you are there see you get a reward or no that doesn't matter you are there yes or no but every person you work expecting a reward hallelujah yes or no that's why hebrews 11:6 says without faith it is impossible to please god and he who comes to him must believe he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so the judgment for believers is a reward ceremony if you build on the foundation with gold silver and precious stone you will get a reward if you don't well it's like pastor said well it's done come for others it's well done good and faithful servant remember you will still be in heaven you will never lose heaven all these things are happening after you reach heaven so don't let anybody scare you with the word judgment as long as you are in this body you have a chance to get your reward so you should never ever be scared about that word judgment for believers is an award ceremony it's another chance for you to claim the reward you say lord thank you i'm still in my body i have a chance to get my reward i will build on my foundation with gold silver and precious stone yes a morning till till half an hour back i used wood and hay wood and uh, stubble but now i'm making a choice i will build with gold and silver so what all these burnt at least some gold will be left yes or no whatever is burnt off let it burn i'm still in heaven i get another chance to use gold and silver hallelujah so you get another chance see what am i doing i am getting my gold i am building on gold each one of us that's why we are teaching you these foundations when you go when you take these foundational doctrines when you go when you find somebody when you teach them as you teach you are getting to know your savior more and more you are getting closer with him you are building every chance you are building you are building with gold silver precious stones but brother i did not know these things till today so what you are alive now you are getting another chance start affecting people start affecting lives you take the word transform your mind then affect others be a blessing to people hallelujah you understand this so judgment is a beautiful word when you hear judgment get excited thank you lord i get another chance i messed up today morning but now i can choose now i can choose to use go any time the devil tries to put thoughts inside you of fear say devil i'll go get my gold today i'll get my silver today i'll get the precious stone today hallelujah go bless somebody go pray for somebody go 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 share the gospel to somebody go what are you doing you're building you're building on top hallelujah so it's another chance that's why i said it's a beautiful word i get excited about this word judgment i get excited about repentance why because whatever my thinking was wrong i get a chance to correct my thinking with the word of god that's repentance changing your thinking judgment means i get another chance i am alive i'm breathing i have another chance i can use gold wood it's okay it's burnt i'll still be in heaven get a chance filled with gold i get a chance to use silver and precious stones to impact people's life all of us are called to affect other people all of us are blessed to be a blessing to other people that's how you're building you're building you study the word you're building you speak the word you're building you pray for somebody you're building 
You teach these foundations, you're building. We all need our reward. And I'm believing that each one of us here will get our rewards. We will not just simply stand there and not receive a reward. No, I will not allow that to happen. I want my reward. I will not stand there, just stand there without a reward. I will make sure I get it and everybody I know will get it. That's my desire till, the, till my last breath. Every person I encounter, every person I get to speak, I'll make sure they get a chance to get their reward. Hallelujah. And that should be your motive too. Make sure you get the reward, get others also to get their rewards. We are all reward-minded. Because God said, without faith it is impossible to please Him. And said, anybody who comes to Him must expect a reward. Anybody, if you are not expecting a reward, you are not in faith. If you are not expecting your reward, you are not in faith. Hallelujah. So I am in faith. I have come here in faith. I have come here, I am teaching in faith. Why? Because I know I am getting my reward. I am getting my reward. Hallelujah. I believe you understood this. Our time is up. Let's pray. Father, we praise you, we worship you. We thank you, Lord, that we could understand these things. This is the truth in your word of God. Thank you that we are alive today. We are breathing today. We are getting another chance. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are getting another chance to be a blessing to somebody. We are getting another chance to build with gold, silver, precious stones. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. You are good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That you are coming with your rewards. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. I praise you, worship you. Thank you, Lord, that every person here who's listening to my voice, I declare that they will get their rewards. Their lives are transformed. I declare that none shall miss our rewards. We believe, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.